is um, in Germany right now, actually. Um, and so I'm going to be speaking the next two weeks. He'll be in town next week, but he'll be recovering from jet lag. So I'll, I'll be speaking um, again. But I'd like to, to welcome you here this morning. And we're, we're starting a new series um, today. We're, we're kicking it off. It's called The, the Working Life. And in this series, uh, we're going to be taking a, a look at what the Bible has to say about work. We, we spend our lives working, um, whether it's working a job or doing housework or parenting or doing schoolwork, and, and the list goes on and on. We, we work a lot, um, and we spend a lot of our time doing that. And so in this series, we want to take a look at what the Bible has to say about some work hot topics, um, like you know, where does where does work come from? Is is it a, a blessing or, or a curse? Um, what should my work ethic be? How, how should I work? Uh, how should I relate to my boss? And then the, the, the all important question of how do I get a promotion? How do I how do I get a raise? We're going to be talking about those things um, during this this series. Um, in this message series, we're going to be talking a lot about about work as it relates to career and it relates to to a job um, but I, I want to encourage you if you if you don't work a, a job wh- whatever type of work that you do whether maybe you stay at home and, and raise your your kids or um, you're a student or, or whatever your work may may look like the principles that we're going to talk about um, really relate across all all arenas of of life opinions about work are are everywhere uh, th- this week, I, I typed into Google um, work perspective. I got 405 million results. Um, that's a lot of uh, opinions about work perspective. I didn't sift through all of them, um, but um, I, I, I found a, a couple that I thought were, were interesting. You know, some people, they, they think work's a blessing. Um, take a look at, at this uh, meme here. I don't mind Mondays. I actually like to work and love my job. So some people, that's how they feel about work. They're as happy as a puffin, um, just walking in the grass. I don't. Apparently, puffins are happy. Happy. He looks pretty happy. Um, but that that some people feel that way uh, about their jobs. Others look at work as more of a curse. Uh, take a look at this meme. The first five days after the weekend are always the hardest. You know, some people, that's how they, they feel. I'm just waiting to get these five days over so I can, I can get to the weekend. I know for me, it's really easy to oscillate back and forth, thinking work's a blessing, and then I come up against something that I don't really want to do, and, and work, it, it feels like a curse. This, this week actually has, has been one of those weeks for me where I wake up, I'm ready to go, I'm ready to go to work, I'm feeling good about it, and then I get to work and there's something broken that I need to fix. And it, it just, it messes up the flow to what I, how I thought work was going to be, how I thought it was, it was going to go. It's easy to get caught going back and forth, back and forth, thinking it's a blessing and then it's a curse. So, so what is work? What is it? Is, is it a blessing or is it a curse? In order to, to figure that out, we're going to go back and take a, take a look at the originator of, of work. Um, as you dig into the Bible, you find that God established work and he is a worker. Uh, God being a worker, it's not something that we, we generally 
think about. Um, we, we typically think of God as provider, as healer, as all-knowing. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere. We t- typically think about that, those attributes of, of God. And, and God is all those things. But being a worker is, is a key part of who God is. And we don't generally think about that. In Genesis 1, we, we see this, this attribute of God. Um, in Genesis 1, it, it talks about creation, creating uh, the creation story. God created the, the heavens and the earth. We see that in Genesis 1. We see also he created light. He created day and night, the sky, the land and the, the seas, um, vegetation, the sun, moon, and stars, all living creatures, and he created man. So, so God, he, he literally created everything. You can take a look out, out those, those windows over there, and God created it. He, he created all of that. And in Genesis 2-2, he calls this work. He says, by, by the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. So he's calling it, it work there. Um, something else that, that we don't uh, usually think about as it relates to, to God is that he has ongoing work that, that he's doing as well. He didn't just create the, the, the earth and then fold up his hands, uh, kick back and think, okay, now, now I'm good. But he has ongoing work that he continues to do. Um, some, so what is God's ongoing work? Some of it is um, he upholds creation. So he keeps creation going. He meets the broad range of needs of his creatures. Um, he's, he's also he's working out his purposes throughout history. Um, and then he, he accomplished the great work of atonement on the cross. We see in the, in the Bible that, that God is a worker. And he's continuing his work. He, he's continually working. Um, and we also see he, that God get, made us to work as well. Um, God made us to work, and through our work, we actually fulfill our purpose. Genesis 2.15 says, continuing, <clears throat> as we were continuing on, reading on in Genesis, it says, um, the Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. And so this verse really shows that that work is part of of the purpose that God has given us. Man's original responsibility was to take care of the the garden of Eden, to take care of of that. Um and and today we we have different responsibilities, different types of work that we do, but whatever it is, whatever our work is, we can fulfill our purpose. Um, the purpose that God has given to us. Through our, <clears throat> through our work, we can also reflect the image of God. Genesis 1.27 says, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created him. So God is a worker, and we're made in his image. And through our work, we can reflect God's image by the way that we work. Um, and through our work, we can also experience God's increase. Genesis 1.28 says, God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea 
and the birds of the air and over every living creature that moves on the ground. In, in this verse, we can see the value that God gives man through our work. Um, he, he gives man the ultimate authority over all of his creation. Now, let's, let's think about that for a minute. God just finished creating everything. He, he, he created the earth. He created the vegetation, the, the creatures. He created it, it all. And he's saying, here you go, man. You, I, I am elevating you to rule over all of it. Now, I know for me, I'll, I'll be playing Play-Doh with my kids. And, you know, I, they'll ask me to make a train or, or maybe I'll, I'll get the Play-Doh nice and rolled out and, and nice and smooth and make something with cookie cutters. I'm a little apprehensive once I make that to give it to my kids because I, I'm pretty sure I'm never gonna, it's never going to look that good again. It's never going to look like the way that, that I created it, the way that I made it. It's going to come back to me a little different, usually in a ball. Um, that is, is how it's going to come back. But here, here's God. He, he is finishing. Um, he, he has just finished creating the earth and, and all that's in it. And he's giving man the responsibility. He's giving us the responsibility to take care of it. That's really incredible. God is really, he, he is elevating us. He's elevating our work to, to a level um, of, of really of nobility. It's noble to do. And he is giving us that, that responsibility. That makes our work really, really valuable. Um, and then an, another value that comes from, from our work <clears throat> is that we can also provide for our needs um, through our work. Second Thessalonians 3.10 says, for even when we were with you, we, we gave you this rule. If a man will not work, he shall not eat. Working, it's how we provide for ourselves and for our families. And it's good and right for that to motivate us. It's, it's, that's a good motivation um, to have for, for our work. Um, so God, he's a worker. He, he's made us workers um, and, and by our work, we can, we can fulfill our, our purpose. We can reflect the image of God. Um, we can experience God's increase and we can pro- provide for, for our families. So that, that makes the answer to the question is work a, a blessing or a curse? It makes it pretty easy, right? It's gotta be a blessing. If all these good things come from work, it, it's gotta be a, a blessing. But if that's the case, then why does work just feel difficult sometimes? Why don't I feel, always feel like I'm, you know, fulfilling my purpose when I'm going to work, when I'm, when I'm doing my work? How does that fit in to, to all of this that we find in the Bible and what it, what it talks about as it relates to work? Well, dis, despite the blessing that God intends, work is also, it's a lifelong frustration for us. Um, if you have a, a listening guide, uh, there, there, there's a listening guide in your program. If you have that and you're following, over, following along with that, um, that, that point is on the back. So we're already on the back there. Um, but Genesis 3.17 says, to, to Adam he said, <clears throat> Because you listened to your wife and ate from the tree about which I commanded you, you must not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you. Through painful toil, you will eat of it all the days of your life. 
So God gave, gave, us, gave man a rule. Don't eat from the fruit of, of that tree. And um, Adam and Eve thought, you know what? We know better than that. We can eat from, from that, tr- that tree. We, we can, it'll be fine. And, and we ate from, from that tree. Adam and Eve ate from, from that tree and disobeyed God. And when they made that decision, work changed. It, it changed forever when, when they decided to disobey God. And that change came, and, and, and what it did was it added this element of painful toil to our work. Genesis 3.17 calls it painful toil. Um, toil is prolonged and fatiguing labor. Um, and so now work has this, this element into, into it. It can still be and still is a, a blessing, but it's going to be fatiguing it's going to be prolonged it's just going to it's going to be tiring um <clears throat> man disobeyed and, and we put our stamp of approval on on that disobedience whenever we step outside of the boundaries that god has has given us and we live with the consequences of of that choice in our work and if we're not careful um then we can let those consequences really take over our work they can take over our attitudes, take over our perspective on what work is and, and what, what we're doing. Um, the, some of the things that toil can lead, lead us to is just continual discouragement. Um, you ever felt that related to your work? You just think, you know, no matter what, no matter how much I keep trying, I'm just not making any progress here. Or um, you, you just, you just, feel discouraged. Even if you're doing things well, you just feel like, ah, I just can't do it, get anything right. I can't, I can't make any progress here. Um, that's what can come when, when we're just feeling the toil, feeling that prolonged and fatiguing labor of work. Um, so the other things that can come is some self-defeating thoughts um, can, can enter in when, when we're giving into this, this toil. Um, first one is, my work is too hard. Um, I, I just, uh, my work, it just, it's too hard. I, I can't get it done. I can't do it. Another one is I'm too tired. I, I need a nap. You know, I'm going to work. I'm going to work hard. I can get that done. But first I'm going to take a little nap and then I'll, I'll get, I'll get after my work. Um, another self-defeating thought is just, it's not fair. It's not fair. What, what's happening to me at my work, my job, what's going on. Um, a, another one is just, you know, I'm really the, the only one. I'm the only one that this happens to, or I'm the only one working this hard, so I deserve a little break. Or I'm the only one that's, that is, is working this hard, so I'm going to try and take all the credit when, when the boss comes around. Um, another self-defeating thought is just, it's not what I want. Um, and then fill in the blank. Whatever is happening to me, whatever job assignment I, I've gotten, it's just it's not what I want. I don't want to do it. Um, this is one that, that I, I was dealing with this week as, as I was going to work and, and um, things were, were breaking or my, the, how I had planned my day was shifting and, and turning around. One of the things that we had to fix was um, at the Alhambra campus, they use easy ups to um, every Sunday to uh, you know, say, hey, we're here. Um, and this is what they use the easy ups for. And one of them, it broke. It wasn't anybody's fault. It's just, it's old. We needed to get a new easy up. 
And my first thought was, that's not what I want. I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to have to, you know, figure out how to buy one. I don't want to have to pay for it. I don't have to, to do any of it in, that's involved with this easy up. And really, that's really not that big of a deal. It's, a, you know, it's an easy up. It's pretty easy to do. You know, I'm, I'm, here I am. I'm telling everybody I'm just a big whiner at work because I got to fix the easy up. It's really not that big of a deal, but that's what happens when the toil, the prolonged fatiguing labor, it, it, it just it catches up to you. And these little things all of a sudden become big things in your mind because you think, I just don't want to do that. I don't want to take care of that. So I, I had to battle through that, that thought this, this week and, and try and push past that as it related to my, to my work. Um, the, the toil can also lead us just to extreme fatigue, just you're tired. Everything feels like work, even the fun stuff. Oh, I got to go to this party, you know, my, my, or, or I got to go and, and, and watch this baseball game with my friends because it's on the schedule. You know, things just become tiring, um, even though it's, it's fun stuff. Um, and then the toil can also just lead us to resent our job and resent those that, that work with us or, or I, I work with. These are, are the toil signals. And, and what we can do is, is if we know that these are there, we can use these as alarms for us. They can be alarms for us when we're at work. When, when, we, when we see these coming or we, we think them or we, we feel this, the discouragement, it can be an alarm for us to say, okay, this is going on. I need, I, my perspective on work is off. I need to, I need to switch my perspective and choose to have God's perspective on my, on my work. So when, when the toil comes, how do I keep the right perspective? What do I need to do so that I can keep that right perspective? Continue, I can continue on in my work and, and it can be the blessing that God intends it to be, that God wants it to be for us. The first thing is spend time with God and spend time with God regularly. Um, so much of the battle in, in, in this fight, um, in this arena of, of work is, is won in our preparation. It's like training for a race or, or a game um, or, or a fight. Um, most of the time, you, you win those things and how you've prepared for, for it. Um, you don't just say, I'm going to run a, you know, a marathon, or for me, I don't just say, I'm going to run a mile um, without preparing for that. Um, it, it, that is one in how you prepare um, and how you, how, you, um, how you prepare in the training room before you, you tackle those things. Um, for, for us, that preparation is to meet with God regularly, um, if possible, daily. As you read through Genesis 2, 15 through 25, you see God placing, in, placing Adam and Eve in, in the Garden of, of Eden, and he's interacting with them. They, they would walk with God and, and talk with God, and um, they, they just had fellowship with, with God and, and a relationship with him. He could set direction for them. And if, if they're wondering about which, which way to go, what to do, um, they, they could just talk to God about it and, and ask him. Through Jesus Christ, we, we have that same ability. We have that same um, ability to approach God 
and, and ask him for direction, ask him for, for guidance. Um, and we can even build into our lives regular time with God, um, talking with him. And, and this prepares us for the, for the day of work that, that is a, ahead of us. Um, whether that work day is, is in an office or whether it's in a kitchen or a factory, a, a cubicle, or maybe next to a crib, um, whatever lies ahead of us, we can prepare for that by spending time with God um, daily, spending time with him. Um, th- for, for me, um, my, what it looks like for me when, when I spend time with God um, is I'll take some time and I'll, um, I'll read the Bible. I'll, I'll read um, some, something in the, the Bible. I'll jot down some notes um, after I, I read there, and then um, I'll just I'll, I'll talk to God in prayer and ask Him for for help. I'll I'll end I'll end the time with God by taking what I've lo- I've read, taking what I've um, looked at in the Bible, and trying to apply it to my life. What can I What can I do from what I've read? What can I How can I put that into my life? And then I'll just pray and ask God, please show me show me how I can um, how I can put um, your word into my life and have your perspective throughout the day. In seasons when I've kept up with this habit, um, my perspective on work is, is, is good. And I, I, can, I can really um, see, um, see things cl- more clearly how God sees, he sees my work. And I can keep the perspective that, hey, I, I'm really thankful for this work that God's given me. In seasons where I haven't kept up that habit very well, Things are hard. They're tough. It's toil. It's toilsome. It feels um, like work. Work feels like work, which it probably should anyway. But um, it really, when I don't keep up with that habit, um, work is just, it's, it's extremely fatiguing. And it's hard to do. Um, spending time with, with God really helps us to keep the right perspective before we, we start to feel the weight, um, before we start to feel the, the weight of the toilsome work. That's how we can prepare for it. Um, but, but what happens when you're, you're already in the middle of some toil signals? You already feel the, the, the signs. You feel the, the pressure of, of work. You know, what, what do you do then? How can you get out of that? How can you get out of feeling this toilsome labor. Well, when the toil takes its toll, you can turn to God and choose faithfulness. I, I can think of, of so many times, um, and I know you probably can as well, where you're just in the middle of a, of a busy season at work or at, at home, and, and you're just, you're done. You're, you're fed up. It's, it's like, okay, I, I just don't want to do this anymore. I, I'm done. I, I'm, I'm just I'm sick of doing this. It might be uh, people you're working with. It, it might be um, your children are dri- just driving you crazy. Um, it, it might be just a pile of work on your, your desk or there's just the, the hundredth pile of laundry you're having to sort through um, on, on the day. But there, there's times for me where I just really struggle um, with this, this toilsome labor of work. Um, for me, at, at my previous job, before I started working here at, at Church and Valley, we moved here about two years ago, and I started working on staff here at, at Church and Valley. I worked for a small business, 
in um, in Fort Worth. And one one of the uh, after I'd been there for uh, several months, I got put into a supervisor position. So I'm thinking, all right, I'm 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 supervisor now. I get to you know manage people. What does that mean? I don't really know. I'm about to find out. And and so I, I was really excited about this. I was really excited about being a, a, a supervisor. And, you know, day one, go, it goes pretty well, I think. I think, you know, there's not a whole lot you can do in one day as a supervisor. But I thought, hey, that, that seemed to be to go well. Well, the next day, somebody that I um, somebody that worked for me came into my office and sat down and said, you know, yesterday was the worst day of work I've ever had. And I thought. Wow, I am the worst supervisor ever. In one day, I have have created, you know, if we took an employee satisfaction survey last Friday, and now we take it on Tuesday, it, it would have changed dramatically. I am the worst supervisor ever. That was really discouraging. I felt the toil that day of, of wow, I, I must not be doing a, a good job in my one day as a supervisor. Um Truth of the situation, I really couldn't do much to, to in one day to make it the worst day of, of, of his life and his working life. But um, it just that was discouraging. That wasn't exactly what I wanted to, to, to hear. You know, at home, I can feel the toil as well. I have three kids, um, one who's about to be four on May 20th and then a two and a half year old and 11 month old. And there's times at work where it's just, or times at home where it's really it's overwhelming. You know, you got three kids, four and under, and they all want your attention. Um, that's kind of hard to deal with. Or one of them wants your attention, and the other two are over there wrestling and and you know needing help and and relate how learning how to relate to each other rightly. Um, it, it can be overwhelming. There's just there's there's some toil that you feel there, um, and and it's just it's, it's no fun. Um, work can get that way. Um, Mark Twain is credited with this quote. <clears throat> he says, if it's your job to eat a frog, it's best to do it first thing in the morning. And if it's your job to eat two frogs, it's best to eat the biggest one first. <laughs> this is really a great quote when you're feeling overwhelmed and there's just a big, long list of, of work to do. And, and what do I do first? Where do I start well, start with the biggest frog and, and then work your, way, work your way down. The right response in real toil isn't to, to try and take it on yourself. Try and, try and I can tackle this. I can make it, make it happen. But the right response in real toil is really it's to go to God in prayer and say, God, I don't want to do this. You know, just be honest with God. God, I don't want to do this right now. But you've said that work is good. And help, just help me to trust you right now. And then choose faithfulness in your work. And then do it. You don't just say that and stop, but then you have to actually do your, your work. Work, it's not a blessing or a curse. It's both. We, we have to work through work. We have to work through the toilsome part of, of, of work to get to those times where it's a blessing. As long as we're in this broken world where, where um, sin has changed our work forever, as long as we're, we're in that, um, it's just going to be a mixed bag of both, both a blessing and a, a, and a curse.
I'm often looking to experience my, my work like I'm in the Garden of Eden before, before sin entered it in. I have my idea of, of the perfect work day, the, just how it should go and how things are, are going to go. But I'm, usually, I'm quickly disappointed when I have that perspective on my work, when I have that expectation of how it's going to go. Because, like we saw in Genesis 3.17, it, it's just it's going to be, it's going to be, um, there's this cursed element to our work, and it's going to be, it's going to be toilsome. But when I keep that perspective, that, you know what, my work is a blessing, I can, I'm thankful for it, I can thank God for the work that he's given me, when I keep that, that perspective, and it's going to be hard, there's going to be hard things about it, but I can push through and, and get things done, then that's really when, when work begins to have more of a sweetness to it and have, have more of, a, of, a right, um, of, of the rightness to it. If I turn to God and ask for help, he can help me to endure and push through even the extreme toil until I experience the seasons of blessing. We have these seasons, just that it's toilsome. It's no fun. We're, we're just we're plowing away. But if we can push through those, then there'll be seasons of, of blessing as well. As I wrap up today's message, um, please take out that connection card that Brad talked about earlier that's in your program. Um, I'd like to invite the worship team up as, as well um, as the, the ushers are going to prepare to receive the offering here. Um, in a few few moments, um, please take some time finishing and completing any of the information there on that connection card. Um, and then there's also there's some next steps on the back of that connection card that you might want to fill out as it's related to the message today. When the offering ushers come around, you can drop those those cards in in the baskets. Here's here's some next steps that you might want to take related to the message today. Um, you, you know, my next step today is to commit to spend time with God this week. Um, maybe that's a, a good next step is I'm going to try first thing in the morning to just spend some time with God before my, my work day gets going, before it gets started. I'm going to spend time with God, try and get the right perspective before my work starts. Um, or maybe I turn to God when the toil comes. When the, when the toil comes, let that be an alarm. Let that be a signal that I need to, to turn to, to God. Um, or uh, another next step might be to thank God for the work he's given me. Just be thankful. Be, be grateful that God has given you the work that he has. And then there's also just a blank line there that um, any, if anything stood out to you this morning, you can, you can jot that down on the line there. Would you pray with me as we continue to worship? Lord, we just thank you um, for this opportunity to come and and hear from from your word, to hear from the Bible. And I just pray that we would respond um, to what your Bible has to say about work and help us to keep the right perspective this week um, as as we go about our work. And just help us to really experience the blessing that that you have um, have given to us through our work. Help us to just have that experience this week as we, we push through and, and try and um, endure and, and work hard. This week, we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.